broadcasting from the third coast and recorded live at Tripod South Studios. This is The Hango Show. I need to get inside your head. I got to know if you insane. Yeah, I got about halfway here and I thought, you know what? I probably need my laptop, but I'm not going back for it. Uh-oh, so what is this, like a freestyle? No, I'll just download it. I'll download it tomorrow. It's not a big deal. But I usually bring my laptop and just, yeah, you know, download it to the computer yeah, since we're done. Mm-hmm. But I got a halfway is this here. Is that in your way? No, it ain't my way. If it is. I'll just just move it. I'll push it in your face. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome to the Hango Show. This is your host Hango Wood, and tonight I got the boys back. Got Harpoon and Jut in here. How y'all doing tonight? Ooh, uh, good man. You? I'm fine. Is this weird? It's like a second nature now. What's that? Sitting down here and turning the microphones on. Yeah, man. I mean, it's all it's always at ease with me, man. I'm. I mean, I dig it. I it's, always, hang, you know, it's like hanging out just with mics. <laughs> hanging out with mics, yeah. I know when I first started this, I, I was I would get like nervous before recording. <laughs> I don't know, and I, I didn't like I had anybody important on here. Well, you know, like I didn't have anybody on here that I didn't already know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not interviewing like high-profile guest or anything. I don't know what it is. What the hell you say? I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> My bad. Just what was going on this week, man? Anything good? Uh, you seem like you're in a little peppier mood tonight. That's the Coke. <laughs> is it the Coke? This <laughs> 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 no. shit finally came in, huh? Yeah, finally. <laughs> shit. How's Asha baby doing? You said she's recovering pretty good. She's yeah, she's doing a lot better. The first week was it was pretty rough. Um, she was having a hard time, you know, just adjusting really to getting up and down and you know being an old lady, regular bodily movements and things. Uh, but yeah, so we we the, they removed the staples Friday, uh, so it's looking a lot better. Cleaned it up a little bit. Uh, keeping some antibiotic ointment on it just to make sure it doesn't, you know, there's not anything that we missed. Keeping it clean. And uh, she uh, apparently did okay today. I left her at home uh, while I went to work. And uh, That's the first time she's been alone since this whole thing the happened. Whole, yeah, yeah. Since, the, since the surgery. Uh, so she did well. Nancy got home and said uh, she was good. She gave her the little squeal. To let her know she was happy to see her. Yeah. And uh, so maybe, you know, some kind of normal's coming back around. She's uh, doing much, much better, though. Great. Than she was. Still having a little trouble. I don't think she'll ever really get her back legs back under. You know, she can still walk around, but she's dragging her feet. You know, she's just having a rough time mobility-wise. But for a 14-year-old, she's pretty sturdy. She's hanging in there. They got anything like doggy delta eight? They got uh, uh, CBD dog treats, yeah, but nothing like nothing psychoactive. It's It'd be a lot cooler if they did, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> I mean, you could probably give it. <laughs> to her, I should just tripping balls. I've just seen, like, I've looking seen, at the ceiling. Yeah, I've, I've seen her on painkillers and <laughs> anti-anxiety meds for the last three months. So I ain't, Not dosing her on anything. Trying to put her on nothing else. <laughs> Keeping your coke hidden anyway, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's how they got the coat. She found it. Got a hell of a nose on it out. Yeah, she, she can't see where it's the shit, but she can show smell out some coat. <laughs> Who was that that we used to hang out with, man? It used to say, um, <laughs> I just like the way Coke smells. <laughs> no telling who that was. It got the sniffs. Uh, how's the shop going? Anything di- different going on up there? Mm, no. Not not really. Uh much better week last week than Great. the week before. Um so I think maybe things are you know, with school starting back pretty soon, I think people are getting in a routine. So uh a little bit of uptick in sell last week, but um the week before was God, it was terrible. Yeah. But uh you I know, think there's a lot of back to school. Buying. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, and that'll already, that'll continue. Folks um, are already stretched, and yeah, you know, now they got to go buy jeans and other things. Arizona you know? jeans and Nikes and everything else. Start paying for their kids' lunches again. Yeah, saw that. It's gonna be hard times. I noticed uh, our county anyway was going back to pre-COVID 
set up. Yeah. So. Hey, what does Floy do? She, she's kind of a catch-all right now. She does um, this and that, just what it, you know. If, but mostly, she makes sure. I think <laughs> this is, she's, she's explained this to me 150 times, but uh, she makes sure that insurance companies are paying what they're supposed to pay for patients, um, or if there's any kind of a hiccup and you know why why didn't why you said you were going to cover this why didn't you cover it yeah what was the stipulation that you you said no we're not going to pay that that's kind of what she does insurance billing type stuff and she's still working for the two offices no 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 oh Uh, shit man they're in a while yeah she she left that at um god when was that before covid end of end of 2018 yeah i think middle of 2018 okay uh so yeah she's working at a, a different uh, place right now she's she doesn't work in a clinic she works for a third-party processor got it uh that does medical coding and billing and that kind of stuff oh wait i mean she's she's working with tank now right Mm-mm. no no oh they've unfortunately tried, she didn't get that <laughs> yeah job. they've tried that a couple times and it just i don't know what what the holdup is there oh. I, don't, I don't know if they want people experienced in that is your eye okay i got a busted blood vessel when i went to the doc today dude holy shit i just saw it yeah So um, that leg came out of nowhere, didn't it? it well, actually, <laughs> I told one of the kids. I don't hear that. Actually, hang on a second. <laughs> yeah, you told her what? No, I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> so, so one of the kids at work, he was like, "Going, man, what happened to your to your uh, to your eye?" And I was like, "Man, I was flipping Miss Alabama around. A toe caught me in the eye." <laughs> dude, when I had when I had my shop, I was coaching little league football. And this kid busted me in the eyebrow one night. We were going over like blocking drills or something. His helmet caught me right there on the bone on your eyebrow, on the corner, and it busted it. You know, all that, it's just nothing but fat there. Split it open, blood goes pouring out. I didn't think anything about it. The next next night, I went to my grandma and grandpa's. By this time, it was all just scabbed over and everything. And she goes, "Lord, what happened to your eye?" I'm like, oh, it's nothing. She's no, what happened to your eye? I'm like, it's I bumped it. She what happened to your eye? I said, she crossed your legs too fast. And grandma smacked the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Make you think crossed your legs too fast. <laughs> well, anyway, other other than catching that toe in the eyeball, what else what else been going on this week? Anything anything uh, else? Well, I went to the doctor, uh, the eye doctor today. <clears throat> um I actually what it was it's just a busted blood vessel. Um I had uh I went to the doctor today and, and got a complete my exam, uh, A to Z. And he said that everything, I was super healthy. My eyes were, they all looked good. Brag about everything. it. Super healthy. My eyes. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> okay, Adonis. And so, uh, uh, anyway, man, I, at, I was last week, um, I'd gone over to, uh, um, to visit, uh, Miss Alabama, and uh, we took the yoga class on Monday or on Sunday, <clears throat> and then on uh, I stayed the night, and then on Monday, she teaches this. Uh, it's called a HIT class, high intensity interval training, and <clears throat> and um, it's like on the other end of the scale from of yoga. yoga. <laughs> so yoga. they're just saying, man, you got you got both ends on that one. You got the yin and the yang. <laughs> That's right. So yoga is the the lights are dim like you're in here and the music's soft and, and she's low whispering and, to you and then to you stretch your best you can. That's exactly right. So for do a, all you can for you for an hour. It's like that. You know, you stretch in and it's all low key and and, and all the stuff like that. It's an interactive quaalude. And then <laughs> on <laughs> Monday, the damn it the the, the drill sergeant came out. Flipped, okay, <laughs> so we go into the into the gym. And man, all of a sudden, man, it's like really loud, like, like club music, you know, and she's got her head gimmick going, man. And oh, she's got a little head mic on. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's how you know when you're fucked, when they're wearing that shit, like, oh, we're going to be doing some moving today. And I saw the people that were in the class were like in their, you know, they were younger, early twenties, 20, 30. There was a couple of, there were a couple of older people in there, but, um, and and so they everybody had like you know one of those step up mm-hmm. things you know and and most of them were like two or three high, and then they had uh, like a, a mat 
that you that you were going to be on the floor some, and then they had like the the handheld dumbbells, you know. And there was little old ladies in there with like fifteen twenty pound dumbbells, Jesus. and I walked over and grabbed like the eight pound dumbbells, <laughs> and I'm like, shit, for an hour, I'm going. We're, I'm we're going to shoot low on I'm, this one. Yeah, I'm. I'm I want to, you know. Uh, under promise and over deliver if I can. So, <laughs> so once this class started, okay. So the way, the way she, she's doing like uh, a group of three or four exercises in, in each one of these rounds and there's three rounds. And, uh, so each exercise is basically you go balls out mm-hmm. for 45 seconds and then you have like a 15 second, okay, catch your breath and we're going to reset. Now, boom, we're going to move to this other one for 45 seconds. And it's things like, you know, you take your dumbbells in your hand and you step up on the up on the steps and then you press them overhead, overhead and then you step back into a lunge. And then you come back and it's kind of like this, this process of up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. And then another move is like, you know, where you take your dumbbells and you squat all the way down and then you jump up, you know, and you're, where your feet actually leave the floor. So basically, man, for almost an hour, I am in like heart attack mode. You're doing 60 rounds pretty much of, of this high intensity shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, and man, you know, so um, <clears throat> the next day, my calves. Like, did you feel it? My calves felt like they had been bitten by big ass dogs. <laughs> They chewed up. Just chewed. I was like so damn so. I was like, ah, you know, and and uh, and I told her I was like, man, you gotta just help me out, man. You gotta rub my calves, man. I mean, I just I can't even hardly walk. I was walking like Frankenstein, all stiff legged, and you're gonna feel funny stuff. when she comes in the bedroom one night wearing that microphone. <laughs> like, oh fuck, well, that's fine, man. I mean, hey, that's what you say now. Wait, sixty minutes a hit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying, but you know, ain't not, not a whole lot of you know. And she gonna come in and go, all right, bitch boy. Here's what's gonna happen. I'll go fuck. Yeah, yeah. Get the steps. Yeah. So, but yeah, man. So I mean, it took me a couple of days, to kind of really, kind of get back, you know, to walking right. But um, everything other than that, man, everything was everything was fine, man. Um, you know, with that, it was just a lot of fun. I, you oh, know, for I, sure. I enjoy yeah. you know doing different things like that. So it's a lot of fun. How's the new girl working out? Still hanging around? New girl, man, is uh, is she's still showing up? Yeah, she's doing. She's really doing good. Um, Reason I asked is because I got on I got on Facebook today. Uh-huh. The first thing I saw was your business help, and help wanted. Help like, wanted. oh, she done she done ran. Well, I mean, here, so here's here's what's going on. So, um, Nick, I my, knew there was a story there. Go ahead. Yeah. So my my main guy, Nick, that I've I've had for a while, uh, he's the one's been running my oven, mm-hmm. you know, basically, and uh, and his grandma, I just got a text today, has got COVID again. Oh fuck! He lives with his grandma. Shit. So, um, and this is the second or third round that they've had at their house. You know, what are um, these people doing, man? I don't know. Living man. their best life, I guess. I guess licking underneath of the table or something. But um, <laughs> piece of gum. Yeah. <laughs> so, so anyway, man, and then and then like this, uh, like this, this new kid that um, that I've I've got that uh, he's shown up a, a two or three. Times. Oh, you've got another new one. Okay. He, he's shown up a couple of times. Um, so I, I, I text my new girl immediately and say, okay, look, man, things have changed with Nick. He's probably not going to be here this weekend. Um, so I need you to come in instead of like right after lunch, I need you to come in in the morning, you know, all three days. And she's like, yeah, no problem. Oh, good. At least she's flexible with it then. So I text the new boy and I'm like, Hey, look, man, I need you to come in like at mid afternoon, you know, on these days. And he texts me back. He's like, well, look, I start class, um, on Friday, so Thursday, we'll probably be going and buying things for school. Friday, you know, I've got class, but I can work on Saturday. And I'm like, well, what about Friday night? You know, after school, man, I mean, you just come in after school. And he goes, well, hang on, let me ask my dad. And like 30 seconds later, he takes back. He goes, yeah, dad said I can't work on Friday night. <laughs> I'm like, isn't this a kid who, whose dad well, said, a, can you get my son a job? Yeah. yeah, he didn't ask dad shit. That's what I was like going, man, you just didn't want to work, so... So anyway, man, it's going to, I've, uh, um, it's just going to be a real hard weekend, um, coming up. Um, but that's okay. You know, I just had to put it out there, man. You know, we just need some more help anyway. You know, maybe now people are, you know, going to be, 
you know, coming back to school and, and, you know, and kind of settling in and maybe cause he, cause the, the new boy, he was like, well, I don't know. I'll have to ask my dad even to see if he, he's going to let me work during school or, or any of that. So why well, was that even brought it up? If it was that close into the summer. This, this kid is full of shit. I don't know, man, but you know, I mean, hell, even on Friday and Saturday night, even if you go, even if you are going to school, <clears throat> you know, I mean, what the yeah. heck You're, it's two or three hours in the, in the late afternoon, you know, hell we close at seven thirty. Yeah. So anyway, uh, but other than that, man, everything's been going pretty decent. I see what this, what this kid's getting at. I mean, his dad is a usual customer for y'all. Yeah. So yeah, this, this kid's not wanting to work. His dad's going to have a shit fit when he finds out. Well, he's a, he's a, he's a real mild mannered kid. You know, he's real laid back, real, <clears throat> real passive. Um, you know, kind of like the other two that I have. You know they're they're real mild mannered. They're not outgoing at all, really. Um, I've talked My to people. you about, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, so uh, so you know he's just kind of, I don't know, man. Just just being a teenager, yeah. I, I, I feel like. Well, as y'all found out, um, I started my new work schedule yesterday, so that was fun. Um, so yeah, that I'll be working, I'll work every other Sunday, you know, that's kind of what they've done. They use Sunday to split up our entire week instead of having seven on seven off. Um, I'll go back to work now, like on Friday and Saturday, then be off Sunday, then work Monday through Thursday. And then I'll be off Friday and Saturday, work Sunday and be off Monday through Thursday. Are they giving you a different time of the day to work too? Same same hours. Same. Oh, that's yeah, good. yeah. Um, so yeah, I worked last night and was fine, and I got home today and just could not go to sleep after being up all day night. Didn't go to sleep after one o'clock this afternoon. Just wide awake, mm. couldn't shut it down. And I thought I would because it was so dang cool and overcast this morning when I got in my house. Everything was dark bedroom was like a like a morgue i mean it was perfect you know and just could not shut her down mm. so had to deal with that um i'm not gonna like it i can already tell uh i will i do think during my work week it'll be better because i'll get that sunday off right in the middle of my work week so i'd work friday and saturday then be off sunday and then work monday tuesday wednesday and thursday um so I think that'll that will be nice, but throwing it in there, throwing a work night in the middle of your supposed off week makes everything kind of screwy. But I'll deal with it. I just have to learn to adapt. Um, it was just a, this this past work week there wasn't a whole lot going on. It was just I had to go to this one hospital. Oh, I will tell you a story about this. There's one hospital I had to go to almost every night. Stuff I was bringing back from my first stop, special units and stuff. I had to go there. Wasn't that big of a deal until my last night of work uh, on Wednesday night, Thursday morning. Uh, went up there, and I was going to be bringing some stuff back for that hospital down south. It's in, um, and I had to stop at on the way down there Wednesday night. Went by by there, and in between those two towns, I got a phone call from like our the hospital there next to our center. And they'd done it every night last week. Every single night. They know we're short on O positive. Okay? Every single night they put in an order for 10 units stat. I call them then. And I'm like, how many do you have? We've only got we've only got 11 left. Well, how many do you have cross match for surgery tomorrow morning? Well, I need to go count that. Oh, I got 24 total. Like, all right. So I had to call my boss at one in the morning. How many can they have? Send them five. You know, that's what she would send them five. And so I'm in between those two towns and that hospital called me. Hey, I did. We, we put in an order for some OPAs like 45 minutes ago. And I said, and we hadn't got it yet. I was like, how am I? I've told you this a million times. How do I know you put an order in when I'm on the road? Y'all have got to come. This is what I've preached them for the last, almost four years now. I've told them four years, the same people. 
you've got to call me to, when you put an order in if you want to get it in any kind of a timely manner. Well, are we going to get them or not? I, was like, I don't know. To find out when I get back. As <laughs> so we hang up, so that's we're trying to call my boss, and she's not answering, which is not characteristic of her at all. So I almost get to that hospital down there, and I get another, I get a phone call from our answering service. Hey, this person with County Hospital. Okay, you know where that's at? <laughs> okay. They're calling with a stat order. This hospital's older than shit. It, it looks like a horror movie inside that hospital. Like everything's lit from the bottom up, and they have that old white tile still on the walls. This hospital was built like in the 40s. Wow. You know? And I was like, hey, what's going on? He's like, um, I need two units of fresh frozen plasma stat. And I said, fresh frozen plasma is not used at small hospitals. I mean, small hospitals are used like for triage. You know, you get somebody wrapped up, send them, if they're that bad off, get them to a bigger hospital. I said, hey, you need fresh frozen plasma at your hospital? He's like, that's what the doctor has ordered. I mean, this guy didn't even sound confident in the order. You know what I mean? And I'm like, dude, like I'm, I was pulling up to the hospital down there at that point. I said, I'm down here. I said, are you sure that doctor wants that? He goes, I'll double check with him, but that's what he's ordered. I said, we also need to be aware on these stat orders. Once I fill them, there's no sending them back. They're yours. I didn't think this hospital even had, because fresh frozen plasma is frozen solid. You know, it's been like in cryo. I didn't think this hospital had a had a had a thaw to make it where it thaws out enough where they can use it. I said, "There's no way this hospital's got a lab capable of using this stuff." And so I pull up there, get out of my van. I'm unpacking my van, and the guy calls back. Said, "Doctor says yes, he wants it." I said, "All right." So our new guy we have has been there for a couple months now. He was on call. Try calling him. No answer. So I'm trying to call this guy while I'm running through this hospital with a hand cart with four boxes stacked on it, you know, get into the lab, unload it, head out, won't answer the phone. So I try calling my boss again, and she answered. I'm like, hey, this is what's going on. This hospital wants 10. You me send them five. That's fine. I said, right, well, this hospital wants fresh frozen plasma. She said, do what? <laughs> I said, they're wanting for FFP, this hospital. She said, have they even got a thawer? I said, I don't know. <laughs> I said, that was my thought too. I said, but I'm, I'm trying to call dipshit. I didn't call him that to her, but I called him by name. Dipshit won't answer his phone. She's like, well, I'm going to try calling him. So, also, this dipshit uses the same van I use, but he, he works during the day. He refuses to put gas in it. I, like, when I get back, at, before I leave in the morning, I go up to the gas station, fill the van up, so when I get to work the next night, I'm ready to hit the road. You know, there's no stopping. He just drives it and parks it at the end of the day. The other day I got there, there was 19 miles left on the tank. So like, you, you had to go straight. To I had to head. push it down the hill pretty much to get to the gas station. Well, I told the boss about that. I said, if he don't start filling up the gas the gas tank, we're going to have a problem. It's, it's a it's a sticking point with me. I mean, I expect people expect people to do things this, things that I would do for them. I want them to do it for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just refuse to do it. And so I quit filling up the gas tank in the morning. Whatever I had at the end, of the end of the night, that's what he got first thing in the morning. Well, then he would just make it even less because he might do one trip and then they wouldn't fill it up. So it was like below a quarter of a tank. So I didn't like this guy already. And he would leave his damn dip in the van. I got no problem people dipping, 
But when you leave a can of dip in a 100-degree van, the whole van smells like dip, okay? So he would leave his track, use masks that he'd wore into hospitals, leave them laying in the seat. And so every night before I could leave, I had to fill up with gas and clean the whole thing out. I finally told our assistant manager, I said, look, if he don't get his fucking dip out of that van and his used masks, I'll take the fucking key home with me. I think the van key home. He won't drive it at all then. And so my last night I got back to work, it was, it was, no, it wasn't the last night. It was that other night when I got to work. There was, there was a full tank of gas and they wouldn't know crap in there. When I got there last night, he left a fucking can of dip in, in the van. He thought I wasn't coming in. He ain't used to this new schedule. So that three quarter full can of, can of dip went in the dumpster. I was part next to like, fuck it. So anyway, he wouldn't answer his phone. I no more get out of that town. The dude from, from the guy, the guy wanting the FFP calling back. Doctor said he don't want it now. Never mind. So we just did this whole Chinese fire drill for, for nothing. Calling people, trying to figure out shit. I'm like, all right then, man. Bye. I think he realized, oh, we don't have a thaw here to even do this shit with. So, um. To hang it in the asbestos room. <laughs> <laughs> Can't just leave it out on the counter, huh? So yeah, that was that was like the last night of work was just absolute chaos. Just now, now it, hadn't that guy um, hadn't he been on call before and not answered his phone? Yes. So this, this is the second time this has happened with me. Yeah, with I, I thought so. Yeah. Now, now, what's the what's the what's happening with all that? My boss is probably building a case on him to to get him fired. Mm-hmm. Our company has gotten so big on on inclusion and diversity now which those are not bad things i'm not saying the inclusion diversity are bad things what i'm saying is you can't let that protect a bad employee Mm -hmm. just because somebody's a a certain race creed sexual orientation whatever it don't mean they're a good worker shitty workers come in all shapes colors flavors and everything else if you're a shitty worker you need to fucking go yeah um, Animal control. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you know, you're talking about uh, diversity. Uh, here lately, um, I've been hearing people say that they, you know, how they identify as a, as whatever. Here lately, man, I've been hearing people say they identify as a bird, as some sort of a plant. As as some, I mean, all this I stuff. identify as royalty, and my pronouns are my lord and your highness. So you can refer to me as either one of those. I mean, nobody. I, I, can, I can see no, that not with you, man. Giggle, nothing. I, I can see that with you, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna shorten highness to just ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man, that's just some, that's yeah. just some nutty shit going on, man. People, uh, you know, identifying as a plant. Okay, well, that's look, look. If 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 that's what if that's what makes you get off fucking go for it i don't give a shit you identify as a fucking attack helicopter for all i give a shit i don't care but 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 that doesn't mean you're a good person and you don't get outs for that yeah okay it doesn't mean you're a good worker because because you're gay or straight or christian or muslim or whatever that doesn't mean that you're a good employee it means you're 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 still a shitty person. You just happen to be part of a certain religion or or, or a certain sexual orientation. Fine, that don't mean you. I mean, I don't mean you're a good person automatically. Mm-hmm. You're still a shitty person. I don't know. What about the uh, the failed mall shooter? How about that shit? You see that the what the dude who tried to shoot up the mall and got fucking clapped? No. <laughs> He went into a mall with an AK-47 and, like, six magazines uh, of ammo. I think he injured, like, eight or ten people. And some dude who was carrying illegally pulls out his Glock, hit the dude eight out of ten shots on a moving target. Fucking shut him down. Wow. It was just some 19-year-old looking kid, little scrawny, little pale little shit, going to shoot up the mall. And oh boy, I got his name here because I don't I don't believe in giving the names of people who do these shootings, but people who stop them, they deserve some fucking recognition. Yeah, 
His name is Eli Dicken, D-I-K-E-N. Uh, yeah, landed eight out of ten shots from his Glock on a moving target. That dude, that dude trained. He was. This is my moment. It's my time to shine. Wow. You know, think about all the rounds he put through that gun. Trent just waiting, wishing a motherfucker would. And they did. Uh, <laughs> fuck around and found out. They did. In the worst way. The best part, they showed like pictures of like the the shooter dead. And some cop has stuck a toe tag on him that said dead. Okay. I'm sure it's part of their emergency response, but he had a tag on his foot that said dead. Like, well, no shit. Wow. He got crumpled. Um, how about Vince McMahon? You heard about that shit? Mm-mm. Yeah, he's stepped down as CEO of WWE. Is, his, is it his daughter that's running the show? Uh, she's over it now. But he's been chairman and CEO for forever yeah. since he bought the thing from his dad. There's been some allegations made. Apparently, he had a sexual relationship with a woman and then paid her off to be quiet. And then she wasn't quiet. <laughs> she came out and said that he paid her off like millions of hush money. And then she didn't shut up. Now, can he sue her for that shit <laughs> or whatever? Did, did, did she sign an NDA? That's the question. Wow. You know, if she signed an NDA, she could be in trouble. You know? But yeah, she so you can't trust a bitch, man. I'm going to spill the beans. No fun. So now was this a, a wrestler, somebody that was working there? Is that what the deal? No, it was, is? it was like a, she worked like in corporate, like with him. Oh, and oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So he was just having an affair. Was he married or something? Oh was yeah, he's been whole, married for for years. And that's the, he was paying her off to shut up because didn't want to wreck his. I got it. Right. Okay. So good job, Vince. Hmm. Yeah. That dude. I listened to a whole a whole podcast about the WWE and, and WCW, how they, like, in, in as far as business, how their businesses went, you know? Dude, Vince was ruthless. Hmm. He is a, he hates wrestling. Hates it. What? Hates it. God, he hates it. His dad started that. Started the WWF back in the day. You know, and he, and Vince grew up, like, in a trailer in North Carolina while his dad was trying to get this. He, he hates poor people now you know he see he sees it as those people are just hmm. the ones who are paying like for his gigantic house yeah yeah the ones that, that buy the tickets to go see it mm-hmm. yeah it, yeah he 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 pulled just some some shit back in the day to to pick up he's like he's a monopoly now he he because wrestling was done in territories you had like Mid South, and then you had the yeah. the Atlantic Coast, and then you had out West. And Texas was like their own region, um, and and WWF started off as the region in New England, like New York and Massachusetts, the whole area up there. He started to bind up these smaller territories, and before you knew it, he he owned the majority of everything. Where before they were all kind of independent from each other, you know, they, yeah. like this group divvied up the entire U.S. And like the, they got into like the history. You were wrestling even started at the circus. Really, <laughs> it was part of like the circus sideshow, and it was all fixed to get bets from people in the crowd, and then they would throw the match. People in the crowd thought it was real though, and the guys would throw the match <laughs> to get the money. Damn, you know, so like, like all the, all these terms they use like Mark yeah. and, and and Jabroni, yeah. kayfabe. That's all circus lingo. You know, man, I, I think I remember, now that you say that, I think I remember uh, Bubba the Love Sponge and, and Hulk Hogan. I remember seeing uh, those two talking about how a lot of that lingo came um, came around or yep. something like that. And it was all like circus or carnival type. It all came from like the circus and carnivals and working the sideshows. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't realize that wrestling was part of it, too. Though. Oh, yeah. That's, that's how, it, how it started. Wow. It's about throwing fights to, to make money. <laughs> You know, because the, the marks, people in the crowd who were betting, you know, they weren't in on the guys in the match. They thought the guys in the match hated each other. Yeah. You know, and they get them to bet all their money up and be on. Uh, anything else happened this week? That Oh, no, I've never told this story before. I thought y'all would enjoy it. One time. I don't know why I thought of this other night, but I, I got tickled. because it's, it's, it's probably my proudest moment in my life. 
Holy smokes. You know, I mean, not, yeah, I mean, I'm married, yeah, marrying my wife, it was pretty nice, you know. But this one, me top it. Because she was involved in this too. So one weekend, uh, we decided to leave like early Friday afternoon. We go to the casinos. She got off work a little early. I went and picked her up, headed straight up there. Well, as we're going like, like almost there, like uh, where the new highway is at that goes out there, mm-hmm. you used to have to go down like Church Road mm-hmm. and go around and get on, go up that way. So we went that way. We were on that road. Turned right there by the ballparks. Uh, yeah, we were we were already like off the inter. We went up, got on the interstate, and then we were, we yeah. got on that road. Uh-huh. Uh, whatever highway that sixty nine, whatever highway that is. Um, and so we're cruising along, and she's like, "Man, it's getting really cold." I mean, this was like in January. I'm like, "Yeah, it is, but it's colder than what it was when we left left home you know, two hours ago." So let me look. She got her phone out. And she's like. Holy shit, they're under an ice storm warning. I said, here? And she goes, yeah. And I swear to God, it's heard peck, 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 peck. And it started hitting the windshield. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we're about to get iced in at the casino. She's like, well, what should we do? I said, we're, well, hell, we're almost there now. What do you want us to do? You know, I'll try to outrun it. <laughs> and so we go pulling in there, and it is a wasteland. Everybody got the news except for us. <laughs> And everybody had cleared out. So we had the entire fucking casino to ourselves. Wow. And this is Friday afternoon. And we were going to stay Saturday and we were going to come home Sunday. I'm like, shit, man, there is nobody here. What do you you think? They went home (laughs) to buy bread and milk. What do you think they were doing? And so we go in there and and she's in love because she's got her her pick of any slot machine that she wants to play. There's no waiting for nobody. (laughs) It's just all you can play buffet for Tank, you know. So I ended up playing craps or I played poker or something for a while. You know, and and we went to bed. The next morning we got up and there was some patchy ice like in the parking lots. Nothing on the road. But it, it came down pretty good. And it was fucking cold. I mean, and it's right there on the river. Yeah. So that wind's coming off, and it's just like cutting you in half. So cold. She had on like three shirts and a jacket. And, and Tink usually, usually runs pretty hot like me. Man, but that, that morning, she was like, wreck. We were going to go to a couple of the casinos right there around that little center. We stayed at the Horseshoe. Mm-hmm. And she thought, let's go out here first. Like, All right. Went out to um, Bally's mm-hmm. when it was still there. So we go out there, and of course, there's nobody at the casino. And I was like, I'm just going to pull up here and valet it. So I pulled up there, and, and the valet gave me a ticket. He's like, I'm just going to leave it parked here if that's cool with you. I'm like, that's fine with me. He's like, there's nobody else coming. <laughs> so I'm just leaving. So I got like front door parking. And so we go in, we play, because she went and got her new Players Club card, and she played for a while and everything. And the only warm spot was in the vestibule. Between the door you come in and then the door into the casino. Like, they had the heat just blasting in there, and it was so warm. I was like, all right, you ready to go? Now, a guy did move my car. We got back up there. He's like, I had to move the car. I was like, well, here's the valley ticket. It's no big deal. And so we sat there in the vestibule, and we were on, like, the like you're going out. We are on the far right side of this vestibule, just sitting at a little bench. And the other guy on the far left end of it, had like one of the cheapest fucking cigars you've ever smelled in your life. And he's just puffing away in this vestibule. is burning up hot, you know. Well, around this time, I had a little rumble in my tumbly. All right? I'm like, hey, you remember this story now? Mm-mm. No? Okay. So I'm like, I don't think it's going to be that bad. And so I just like eased it out. Okay? Wasn't loud. Just... That's a little slider. Well, the minute it came out, it was it was a bomb. <laughs> it smelled like a dead animal on a compost pile of nothing but 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 rotten cucumbers and 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 and, and cabbage. It was just god awful. Like, it made my toes curl when I smelled it. That's how bad it was. And so her head whips, you know, to, to 
Right. When she, it, well, then, I'm the color of your shirt by this time. I'm blood red because I'm giggling. I know she's about to smell it. It didn't take a split second. It hit her. <laughs> she turns her head to V. And she goes, did you? I was just grinning. Just nodding my head. I was so proud of myself that I'd farted up this vestibule with all this heat just pouring in, you know. This is going to amplify it. Well, I guess the guy with a cigar on, you know, 30 feet away hit it. He smelled it. He got up and <laughs> walked in the shit. casino. It overpowered his cheap-ass cigar. All right, well, <laughs> I'm staring giggling. She's like, you are awful. That is foul. I look, and <laughs> a group of, like, five old black ladies about to come in the door. Okay? <laughs> and, and I'm already giggling. <laughs> I know they're going to get met with just this trumpet blast of ass right in the face when they come in. And plus that wind is pouring so hard out. It's blowing so hard and cold. So they're ready to get inside where it's nice and warm. And they open that door and they come in and like the little 90 year old black lady who walks in she goes Oh, Lord. <laughs> started waving her head in front of her face. I had to put my head down. I was shaking. I was laughing so hard. I'm like. Damn. Teak is like just sitting there because she has to sit there and just soak it up because she's she's with me now. Yeah. She hits to she hits herself in this wagon right here. And so the guy comes up with a car. We walk out. In the car, she's like, I can't believe you farted up a whole fucking vestibule so bad. You made a little old grandma shame you by saying, oh, Lord, and fan herself, in, fan her hand in front of her face. Yeah, that was my crowning achievement as an adult. <laughs> I'm pretty proud of myself for that one. Oh, my gosh, man. That's. Now, to hear Tink tell it, like, I admitted, like, Cyclone B for my ass. Like, it was like something that would kill people. It was so bad. Just made your eyes water. Oh, it, I was so proud of myself. That's good old casino food. That's, right there, it, was, it was that. <laughs> Free drinks. It was that Friday night seafood buffet. Oh, so, Lord. it was just like. I had a belly full of shrimp and, and, and roast and, and prime rib just marinating all night. Cool. And it decided to make an appearance. Jeez, dude. Wow. That's pretty terrible right there. That's what I do, man. I bring the heat. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? Oh, shit. We've had a lot of good casino stories over the years. Mm-hmm. We've had a lot of t- had a lot, of, a lot of good times out there. Jut's got that, he's got that one ATM machine there at, at the horseshoe he had forever. If if he got low on cash, you go over and put a twenty in and cash out with a hundred and twenty. All right, thanks. Go play whatever. Go back over. Uh, red, white, and blue sevens. Yeah, yeah, yep. Five line dollar machine. Yeah, he'd go over there. We had this machine before we play anything else. He put a twenty in there, and like on the third roll, it would hit for like eighty dollars. Like, That's Damn. good. Cash out. I put my. That's tw- good. I put my twenty in there. Hit it four or five times. It come, come up sevens. My eighty dollars, cash it out. Holy smoke! It's been hard to lift that one. Well, he thinks they put it out in the river somewhere because that thing, that thing disappeared pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> we every time we got low that day, we go there and put money in it, and it, it would it would hit those sevens and eighty bucks every time. Never failed. Wow. Mm. It only worked good like in short increments. If you sat down on it, it was like, oh yeah, it would, it, I got it, all it, your it, money now. <laughs> you didn't leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because I thought, yeah, if it's paying this good, I'll stay on here. Mm-mm-mm. No. It's going to take the 80 and plus some back from you. Oh, man. Anything else this week crazy happened? Uh, so last night there was a uh, a big thunderstorm that came through. Um, and uh, mom lives in a circle, you know, and it's got three uh, – sewer drains in the circle <clears throat> and just the way the everything is laid out uh most of the water from the rest of the neighborhood drains down to the end of the circle and last night man it was just uh super heavy rain 
a lot of a lot of water came in it overpowered over uh it flooded basically the the drains and the water started backing up into the yard and came up to her house oh no yeah and it got about an inch or so above the uh the base of the door so Damn. water started seeping in oh no um into the the uh, garage which basically now, man, is just you know it's been a just like big office yeah. space, yeah, and uh, and then uh, started coming up into the front door also. So uh, she had called Mike, and uh, he he ran over. Um, they worked for a couple of hours trying to mop it up, sweep it out, and you know get it out best they could. And finally, it got to a point, man, where it was kind of starting to move back. So they called it a night. Um, and uh, so today, uh, whenever um, I got out of the doctor, I did my bare bones minimum, what I had to do, had to do today. <clears throat> and then I went over there um, to help. And um, so I took a, um, a dehumidifier over. I took a, a, a floor fan, which has got like, like a squirrel cage fan, but it's got just a... a a vent that you can adjust. It's basically man for wet Over carpet yeah. or, or whatever. Um, I took that, I took like a regular old box fan and, um, I also had like a, a three foot, uh, sideline fan. One of those big industrial mm-hmm. ones you see on the side football sidelines. Uh, took all that over there, got it all set up. Um, got the, uh, the garage area, um, I put the dehumidifier in there and the, and the sideline and the floor fan in there also. Um, and I was told mom, I was like, man, just leave it overnight, you know, let, let it work, let it start drying out. Um, it's just got so much stuff in there, man. It'd be hard to move it and, and everything. And then there was, uh, I took a little box fan and moved it up front to the, to the front foyer. Uh, there's like a coat closet that's, that's right in there. And it had, <clears throat> bunch of quilts and blankets and stuff like that, you know, f- because just historically, man, us growing up, you know, we've always had, you know, people coming over and spend the night and there was, you know, everybody, somebody needed a pallet, make you a pallet, you know, or sleeping on the couch, just grab a blanket. So just for the last 30 years, that's where all the extra blankets and stuff have been. And, uh, when the water was coming in, it, it got the bottom layer of all that wet. So she was basically doing laundry all day, trying to wash it and dry it and all that. So <clears throat> she had it all cleaned. So I just, uh, I got it all in bags for her, plastic bags and, and, uh, and got it, you know, drying out the rest of the way. So, uh, I don't know, man, there's still, there's still a lot of work for the next couple of days. You know, I'll be, I'll be heading back over there and, you know, moving and throwing away and mopping and, and stuff. It's going to take a minute and to, to get it all cleaned up. Jay has been on the show here. Mm-hmm. Um, they, their house flooded this week. Oh, shit. Um, bad. Uh, they put in a grinder pump, uh, probably close to 10 years ago, I guess, because it flooded before and he went and had a grinder pump. And so it was like $1,200. This grinder like a, pump. Just like a salt pump. I, I guess it's just something to keep. I think their backyard is so low lying; it floods really easy. I think they had it installed back there. Oh, okay, because uh, they had their basement flood before. Well, the other morning, like at four in the morning, there's a foot of water in their basement. Shit, because they just had like like oh like in a twelve hour period, parts of St. Charles and St. Louis got almost two feet of rain. We're talking about 23 inches of rain falling in a very short period of time. So the ground gets super saturated and the storm drains get backed up. Well, then it's got nowhere else to go, you know? And so, yeah, um, his oldest daughter lost a lot of her stuff and his wife has kept a journal for years. And like a bunch of her like decades old journals got ruined, you know? So he's going through it. Um, so, yeah, it's just, I mean, he kept a really good attitude about it. He kept saying, hey, it's just stuff. The girls are fine. We still got a roof over our head. Everything's fine, you know. But to a 
15, 16 year old girl, it's not just stuff. Yeah. You know, that's, that's her identity in a lot of ways, you know, the things that she has. And so I told him, I said, dude, please, if, said, let me give, if there's something that she needs replaced or she wants replaced, not even a need, if she wants it, because that child didn't have anything to do with a flood, mm-hmm. you know? I said, please let me know if there's something she wants. I said, I'll, I'll buy it for her to replace it. Anything, anything it is. So, love you, Jay. I know you listen just about every episode, and we're thinking about you. And, and you know, if you need any help at all, you know, we're just a phone call away down here. Ain't no issue at all. Absolutely. Um, was there anything else that y'all wanted to talk about tonight? Have you, uh, um, have you heard any more about the t-shirts? Or have you? Have you no, I'm gonna have to get with that. I think we need to retake the pictures. Um, it, it didn't. Wasn't what they needed. It ain't what it's it's too. We need to do. I think we need to do it in in, in like individual pictures. Put like in into the same picture mm-hmm. where she can work with it mm-hmm. with, with a retake them. Uh, yeah, I talked to the girl. I'm going to actually go get her to make a, a logo for tripod South too. Okay. Yeah, like a, a three eyed possum. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging upside down from a tree. It's all zinned out. Yeah. That's pretty much us. Ain't it? It is. <laughs> Zen. Well, if y'all got nothing else, man, uh, thank y'all for listening to this episode of the hango show. Be sure to go by tripodbroadcasting.com and check out all the shows on our network. Also, check the show notes for links to our sponsors like ebles.com, E-A-B-L-E-S, where you can save 15% on some premium CBD with the promo code HANGO. Also, check out mydelta8.com. Reach out to us at thehangoshow at gmail.com, at thehangoshow on all social media. Harpoon, Jut, love you guys. I love all you out there for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye.